Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the World Cup 2022 podcast. I am your co-host, Owen. And I'm Josh, and it's great to be speaking to a global audience. A global audience. That is right. Golly. Love how glocalized our world has become in recent recent decades. So uh, very cool. Yeah. You Just might even reminder, say the world is flat. <laughs> you could see all of it from one place if you're high enough. It's just science. Yep. So just a reminder, everybody, that tonight's episode is brought to you by Homekeeper, simplifying home maintenance for busy homeowners. And that's the only sponsor because that other uh, that other sponsor couldn't keep up with the payments. Yeah, that happens sometimes. That's okay. It's okay. Yeah. All right. So last uh, last couple days. We weren't with you yesterday, so we've got a recap from 11:26, and then a recap of today's games as well. For those of you that are looking for the deep dive into all of the elimination scenarios and, and kind of how to watch round three of this, we're going to do a deeper dive on that tomorrow evening. So tune in for that. That'll be episode seven. That'll be a really fun one. So all you math nerds, bracket nerds out there, uh, hopefully we'll have some good content and, and be able to, to kind of explain explain you through soccer splain you, if you will. Yeah. Foot splain you. Socks splain you. I don't know how to say that, but we'll sock splain you through it uh, so that you can kind of have a, a good understanding as the matches unfold throughout uh, throughout the rest of this week as round three kicks off on Tuesday. The USA, of course, playing at 1 p.m. on Tuesday. So, all right. So two, we did have Eastern. two Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, which is where I am, two Eastern where Josh is, you know. Yeah. So we did have some uh, just kind of in that vein. We had some games that really flipped these groups on their heads, which is which is pretty fun. It's going to make match day three a lot more fun because we could have, in theory, had four or five teams that were eliminated. And as it stands, yeah, we only have two, which is great. Yeah, the worst thing, the worst thing you want to see is a group with uh, two teams on six points and the other two on zero, or two teams on four points and the other two on one, so that it's already decided. There's no excitement there, other than who's going to finish first and second. But they both know they're going through, so that's boring. We don't want that, and there's not really any of that so far. So, yeah. Other than Group A with Qatar, with Qatar, uh, I mean that one—they're eliminated. That's great. The other yeah. country that's eliminated at this point that was decided today, and I really hate this one, uh, is Canada. That's the only other other nation that is officially eliminated. They are mathematically eliminated from this tournament. So let's let's get through the the recap of some of these games. We had Group C, D yesterday, and then today we had Groups E and F play. So tomorrow we'll round out round two with G and H. But Group C, the games were Poland versus Saudi Arabia. Of course, Poland drew in their first match with Mexico. And then Argentina-Mexico, where you had Argentina kind of fighting for their lives after that loss to Saudi Arabia. So this group truly got turned on its head. Uh, Poland looked a little bit nervy in this game at points, uh, but they were they were the better team. They were the better team from start to finish and for most of the game. They did look nervous, but Lewandowski got his first goal uh, of the tournament, his first World Cup goal 
which is hard for me to believe. Which is crazy. Hard yeah. for me to believe. Uh, but that goal was a fantastic, just kind of archetypical uh, strikers, poachers goal that that just, you know, set himself up for it by hanging in and around the defenders and waiting for them to make a quick mistake. Uh, so he he intercepted a ball, took it off a defender right around the top of the 18-yard box uh, and, and just, you know, slotted it home as only he can do. He should have had a second one in this game. He went for a cute little chip on the cheaper on the keeper mm-hmm. and it did not come off. So hopefully now that he's kind of broken his lame duck, I guess he, uh, he can, he can net a few more in the, in the future games, but Poland came out two nil uh, the victors in this one. And so they actually sit at the top of this group with four points right now. Mm-hmm. Argentina, Mexico. So Argentina, of course, losing to Saudi Arabia in the opener. That was the big shock, the big, big shock of round one. Uh, it did take some time for Argentina to get going in this game. Uh, Messi didn't score the opener until the 64th minute, but they were they were the dominant team for the most part. And it was pretty obvious that Mexico came to defend. Uh, they, they weren't really in the attacking mood. Uh, but this game, this 2-0 win for Argentina puts them right back in the mix in Group C. So that's that's a big, big win for them. Big deal. All right, on to the second most important team in this tournament. In Group D, Australia, the Socceroos. So uh, I've yeah. said this a couple of times. I love my Socceroos. Uh, they are the second worst team at this tournament after Qatar, but they have all the heart in the world and you just love to watch them play. They got the victory today to keep themselves very much alive in this group. Uh, they actually yeah. shot up to second place in this group with the victory over Tunisia, 1-0. Tunisia probably had the better game here. Uh, and really had more of the possession and chances, but Australia scored the only goal. And that's that's what matters at the end of the day. I think that's how that's the right. math works, Josh. If you score more than the other team, then you win. doesn't matter how many passes they get, right? That's right. That's how it goes. Okay. All right, just checking. So the, the other game in Group D was France-Denmark. This is the the point in time where if Josh was the producer of this show, he probably would have already prepped a, a soundbite of me saying in the first episode, oh, France is going to be terrible and Didier Deschamps is going to get fired because their two midfielders are out, blah, 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 blah. Thankfully, he doesn't produce the show, so I think I'm safe there. Uh, but yeah. going into this game, Denmark had beaten France twice in 2022 both in Nations League and friendly games, which, I mean, that's Den- Denmark is a, a popular dark horse pick for this tournament. That's kind of, they're a very, very, very dark horse pick now. But uh-huh. France beat them here 2-1. I, I mean, France were better. They were better. They have more talent all over the field. Denmark got a goal back to tie it up kind of, uh, in, in the second half. And it looked like they had a little bit of a, an opportunity to get back into it. And, and they had a threatening spell, but France are just too talented. And Mbappe, of course, coming through in the clutch again, taking himself up to four goals in this tournament already, which is tied for the golden boot. I think uh, it's, it's just wild. So anyway, incredibly yeah. talented young man, only 23 years old. So crazy. Anything for, yeah, uh, from you on on eleven twenty six games, Josh. Yesterday's games. Yeah, four goals after two games is a great place to be. And 
Yeah, if anyone's confused about what we're doing on this podcast, we have a strict don't revisit our predictions policy, so you'll uh, <laughs> you'll hear none of of that until uh, until we nail one, until we get all the games in the day correct, in which case you will hear about it. I do think a couple days ago we had we were like eighty five percent. I think we did pretty well on on one of the days. But yeah, we've got wins and losses uh, on some days, like pretty pretty close, but that's not true. anywhere close. Na- nailing score lines <laughs> is is very hard, very very hard. All right, so today's games, Whew. Uh, yeah. So Groupie, Groupie, and Group F played today, and so Japan, Costa Rica being the first one of those two. That was the early game, the five a.m. Eastern, four a.m. Central. Huge upset. This is a this is a big one. I mean, Japan oh, yeah. came out swinging, beat Germany in the first game to to kind of take control of this group. Then they go up against Costa Rica, which really should have allowed them to seal their passage to the round of 16, especially with the way the, the rest of the games played out. And if this one's on your DVR, just delete it. There's, there's no reason to watch it. Or if you want to just go to the, 80, the 80th minute. I mean, there was there was actually not a shot on or around goal in the first half. So definitely delete yeah. that part. Very, very boring. But Costa Rica coming off a 7-0 defeat to Spain, and they beat Japan, 81st-minute goal. And it was, I mean, it was a good goal, but it, I think it took a deflection on the way through, and then the keeper got almost a full hand, but still not enough to push it outside of the the post. And so, yeah, I mean, Costa Rica comes through with a big upset here, and, and Japan, you know, they had a lot of attempts late in the game and really, really should have tied this game up at least twice in in and around the 90th minute. So uh, it's hugely disappointing for them, but Costa Rica really kind of giving themselves a lifeline there. Yeah, it's a big upset. And yeah, like you said, pretty boring game until the late goal in the 81st minute, which, you know, at that point only leaves Japan like 25 minutes left in the game to <laughs> score when you add in stoppage time. So not much they could do after that. I will say, but, I feel like the refs have done a little better in the second round of games. Like we're getting a little more around that four to five minute mark for the second half instead of the nine to 10 minute mark. So it has been a little better, yeah. but you are right. It's, it's just been insane. The amount of stoppage time they've allowed in these games. I think once the commentators kind of explained, oh, they're just deciding like every single stoppage of play is going to add the appropriate amount of time. Um, And also, I think in the first round, we just had a lot of long injuries, like a lot of concussion checks, um, things that just really added a lot of time and slowed the games down. And I think we've had less of those recently, which has made it feel, uh, made it feel faster and only, you know, five to seven minutes of stoppage at the end instead of, you know, nine to 11 or something like that. And you'll, in the same way that you would with, I mean, whether it's March madness or the NFL playoffs or, or whatever else, a lot of times you'll have these refs all get together and kind of decide how they want to set the tone for the rest of the tournament. And that very well could have been what we saw in the first round with all the stoppages. Like we don't want this to be a tournament where there's a bunch of time wasting. Let's just let's make sure nobody does that. And so they've they've maybe backed off of that some in the second round, but uh, that that might have been one of the tones they just kind of wanted to set a little bit earlier in the in the tournament to make sure it's not a problem. Yeah, probably. All right. So next game, 
Spain, Germany. Spain won, Germany Ooh. won. This was the major powers of this group. And, you know, Spain was the better team, I would say. They saw the majority of the opportunities, but they really didn't look... Uh, they didn't look decisive in front of goal until Murata came on. And I, I gave him some flack in an earlier episode, Alvaro Murata. He's... He's kind of been a journeyman at, and I say journeyman loosely when it comes to his club play because he's only played for really good teams, but he's never yeah. really been exceptional at any of those teams. And that's, that's always kind of been the knock for him is, you know, you go to a team like Chelsea, you should be a 20 goal striker. And I think he scored six. So that's always kind of been the knock on him, but he is, he's the only true kind of out and out striker that Spain has in the squad. And he delivered today. Um, once he came on, they got a lot more dangerous. So uh, that was that was a big deal. Germany did have one called off early in the game. Uh, actually, their center back Rudiger scored a header on a on a really well delivered yeah. free kick. He was slightly offside, and we need to do before the round of sixteen really gets going. Josh, a, a little bit of an excerpt on on offside uh, to make sure that the U.S. fans kind of understand exactly what that means. Uh, and we've kind of talked a little bit about it, but I'd like to go a little bit more in depth uh, and just kind of uh, wrap our heads around that. Cause this was one of those ones where technically his body wasn't past the final defender, but it's about what part of you, you can score with. So the final defender's arm was extended and that, that was keeping him on side, but your arm doesn't count. So it's just one of those weird ones. It really could have changed yeah. the complexion of this game, but Germany did pull a late one back. Uh, and I mean, that would have been the end for them if they had lost this game. So they have a whiff of a hope when they go into their final game and, and they're going to like their last opposition, Costa Rica. And they're going to like uh, the mm -hmm. idea of maybe trying to steal some points off of that. And they probably like the, uh, the chances of Spain beating Japan. So you could very well see Germany get out of this group still, even though they've only got one point right now. So, yeah, it's uh, not ideal to have your fate dependent on, another team as well as your own result, but they uh, I'd rather take that hope than zero points and um, next to no hope. So. Absolutely. So group F, the final group that played today, they played the middle games actually. So Japan, Costa Rica, the first one, Spain, Germany, the last one. And then you had Belgium, Morocco sandwiched in between. This was another huge upset. So, uh -huh. We had Morocco come out and beat Belgium. I said after the first game, I didn't think Belgium looked that great. And they looked maybe worse in this game. You know, they had a couple of moments mm -hmm. of of individual brilliance from people like Eden Hazard, who, who just does not deliver the same way he used to. Uh, and, and a couple of good kind of marauding runs from Kevin De Bruyne. But Kevin De Bruyne is a tactician. He's not he's not the guy that you want taking on defenders dribbling. You know, he's he's a he's very, very good in close quarters, but he's not that guy. So it, it was a it was a cool game to watch. Actually, very entertaining game. Uh, I really enjoyed this one. And the game uh, or the, the goal did not come until a lot later. Again, it was less than 20 minutes left in the game when Morocco scored their first. But uh, it was actually kind of a weird one. It, you know, Thibaut Courtois, who's the, the Belgian goalkeeper, He's one of the best goalkeepers uh -huh. in the world, and he was completely caught off guard by this free kick. I mean, this free kick was yeah, taken it, 
from almost the corner flag. Yeah, he looked almost asleep. Uh, and I kind of thought a similar thing on the second goal, but maybe the replays showed it was moving faster than it looked, just, you know, on the first pass. But yeah, it was a little surprising that he let both of those in. I kind of would expect more, but uh, yeah, I I don't know. What, what were you thinking? I just, I mean, Thibaut Courtois at club level, we've seen him, we've seen him single-handedly win the champions league for real Madrid. And we've seen him with incredibly clutch saves in his career with Chelsea as well. And for him to be absolutely asleep on this first goal, a goalkeeper should be touching their near post when this, uh, when a, when a free kick is this tightly angled and he was only playing the header. I mean, he was almost at the, we talked about the six yard, 18 yard box. He was standing almost at the top of the six yard box when this thing was taken and and the taker just he snuck it right into the near post. It was unbelievable. So I mean, all credit to him. He saw the he saw the gap, and decided to take a shot, uh, and it it ended up in the back of the net. Morocco yeah. also had one uh, called back, so this could have been three pretty pretty easily. They had one called back because of a non touch, but technically playing and interfering with the play. Uh, offside callback. So, um, you know, it, it could have easily been three zero here and, and Belgium got outplayed by Canada. They got outplayed by Morocco. So what they are not going to want to see is the team that we saw thrash Canada in their final game, which is what they get. And so that was the last yeah. game of the day for, for group F Croatia, Canada. I, I mean, Croatia was a little bit sleepy against Morocco. And maybe what we saw there is that Morocco is just good. I mean, maybe <laughs> Croatia's good. Croatia's great. We know that. But maybe Morocco's a lot better than we thought they were. Um, we didn't see them. I mean, they they performed pretty well at the Africa Cup of Nations, but they were not one of the final two teams. That was Senegal and Egypt. And so, you know, you've got this Moroccan team who's playing really, really well together and drew Croatia. And then Croatia comes out, Canada playing with their backs against the wall. Their only hope of kind of staying alive in this group is is really a win, uh, and potentially a draw. And they came out and they they started the game so brightly. Alfonso Davies, who's their best player, uh, it, it tells you something about it. He, he's he's technically a left back for Bayern Munich, but plays in the left of midfield. And Canada only plays with three three defenders. But Alfonso Davies in the second minute scores a great goal, and you think okay. Canada's in this for real and Croatia really is not that great. Uh-huh. But that wasn't the case, Josh. <laughs> not not by the time uh, the final whistle blew. No, 4-1 Croatia in this game. So Canada didn't score again after the second minute and you saw uh, just you just saw some incredible play from Croatia. I mean, they worked the ball the way that we kind of expect Belgium to work it where they're very they're very swift in their passing and and find the gaps and and really kind of take the game to the opposition. We saw Kramerich who um, played pretty well in the first game. We saw him score two today, uh, but I mean, it, it was from minute 25 essentially is when Canada sort of switched off to the end of the game. This was all Croatia. This was all Croatia. And so, um, you know, what's hard for me to believe is that we now have Croatia in first and Morocco in second in this group. And it, it's they're tied on four points. 
Croatia in the first spot by on, on goal differential because they won four one and guess what Morocco only won two zero so it's pretty wild yep yeah it'll be interesting to see wild. how it finishes it will be so our final games we're going to run through these real quick our final games for round two are groups G and H so G and H will start. Tomorrow, 4 a.m., the first game, Cameroon, Serbia. Who do you like in that game, Josh? Who? Cameroon, Serbia. Uh, I got to go with my uh, dark horse pick, I guess, of Serbia. Though uh, both of them will want some points out of this. They're both on zero after their first game. So, yeah, they'll it'll be, a, I think, hotly contested match. But I'll go with Serbia. The second Group G game tomorrow is Brazil and Switzerland. Who do you like in that one, Josh? Brazil. Of course, yeah. So I'll say I'm, I'm going to pick Serbia too in that game. I think uh-huh. uh, I think Switzerland is the best matched for Brazil in this group. I don't think I think Serbia is a better team, but Serbia got beat by Brazil because I, I just don't think they line up very well. I think Switzerland is disciplined enough to uh, potentially upset Brazil here because they're just they're better matched to play against Brazil than either Cameroon or Serbia. So this is going to be my upset pick of the day. So I've got Serbia. I'm gonna I'm gonna say two nil to Serbia in that Cameroon game, but in this Brazil Switzerland game, I'm gonna I'm gonna say one zero to Switzerland. No Man. Neymar, so they they don't have their captain on the field. Uh, what is what does that do to them? And they just have really, really good central play. So I just don't think Brazil is going to have the same gaps they did against that Serbia squad. All right. So Group H rats wraps up tomorrow for us. South Korea, Ghana, the first game there. Who do you like there, Josh? Ooh, South Korea, Ghana. I'm going to go with South Korea. Um, and I'm thinking... My, all the games are starting to blow together, but I'm thinking that Ghana uh, underwhelmed me in their first performance, so uh, I'm going to go South Korea. So Ghana, part of the 3-2 defeat against Portugal in the first round. That was a fun game to watch, and I didn't I didn't expect Ghana to have that many goals in them. Uh, I do think that South Korea is disciplined enough to kind of shut them down, maybe even in a way that Portugal can't. Uh, but I, I like, I like Ghana here. I like Ghana here. Huh. So I'm going to, I'm going to go two one to Ghana in this game. Uh, because, and the only reason I'm saying this is because son played in that first game, but he still looks injured. Yeah. So is that, you're not uh, going to get him injury? off the field. He had a couple of things going on, but I mean, he was definitely wearing that face protective mask, but he had a couple of injuries coming into this. I think some, some soft tissue stuff, maybe a groin or hamstring, so he's had a couple of different things coming into this, and he was not involved in that first game. I think his leg is going to have to be split into like four pieces for them to get him off the field, which worries me yeah. because, you know, I, I think they probably have players that could play better than him right now. So that's the only reason, but I'm going to go Ghana 2-1 here. I think South Korea okay. might be done and dusted after this game, unfortunately. Uh, last game tomorrow, Portugal, Uruguay, Uruguay. Who do you like in this one, Josh? Portugal 2-0. Portugal 2-0. 
Uh, I'm going to go with a 1-1 tie here. I think that uh, Portugal is a little bit vulnerable in the back. I think that Uruguay can can take a little bit of advantage there. Uh, and I, I think that they also have great central defenders. So um, there's I think it's going to be low scoring, but there's going to be a goal apiece uh, for each team here. And that'll wrap up tomorrow's games, and that'll wrap up round two for us. So again, we'll do a deep dive on some of the elimination scenarios and uh, kind of the round three qualification paths for for each of these groups tomorrow evening. And of course, hey, looking hey, forward Owen. to yeah. If you had to pick one game for tomorrow to watch, what would it be? What's your game of the oh, day? You're, you're making me. You're making me rewind. It's Brazil. It's Brazil. Switzerland. Yeah, I think that's mine too. I think that's going to be the best game because it's going to be the most chess match game. I mean, it's, there's going to be the most, um, you won't see it from Brazil. I don't think that Brazil is the, is the chess playing kind of, uh, tactical team, but they have so much talent. I think Switzerland, uh, will, will come out. If they come out of this with a victory, they'll come out with a tactical masterclass. It'll be really fun to watch. Uh huh. So, We'll look forward to round three. And again, those those kind of doubleheader games will start throughout round three, which is when it gets super fun. Yeah, no more no more wee hours of the morning kickoffs. No, 9 a.m., very manageable for Central. 10 a.m. Eastern, wow. Golly, you could sleep in and still catch it. So that's nice. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All righty. Well, thank you all for listening tonight. Josh and Owen and the World Cup 2022 podcast signing off for the evening. My phone is ringing. I don't want to answer that. Tell them we're busy. Yeah, we're so busy. Um, so signing off for the evening. Appreciate you all listening tonight. And uh, again, this is the World Cup 2022 podcast. Josh, thanks for hopping on. Thanks for talking yeah, soccer with me. Happy to. And we'll, uh, we'll, we'll catch up more tomorrow. See you, bud. Bye.